Chance Rants, episode six, for real this time. <laughs> Learn to recognize when destiny is tapping you on the shoulder. I have, throughout my life, from time to time, and often enough to have done it more than once, been summoned by my destiny to rise up in a given moment to a particular challenge. And it has been my experience that in these moments, characterized by a number of features which I'll describe here in a little bit, that if I rise up and meet the challenge, I enter a new paradigm with new opportunities and responsibilities, with a new set of people available to me in the higher echelon. And if I fail, then it spins me. It causes my life to take a catastrophic turn, which I am then forced to confront and grow through. So it would appear that in these moments of destiny calling, of destiny tapping me on the shoulder, that it is a moment of mandatory growth or destruction. Because in the moments where I've risen to the occasion, I've been granted the gift of a fresh outlook and new opportunities and new connections. And when I have failed, I have been forced to grow anyway by having to develop new skills or solutions to come up with solutions to get out of a bad problem or to suffer and to fall apart and to be destroyed. What are some of the characteristics of this experience? Well, you have, of course, a feeling most people would describe as nerves, nervous. Sometimes people get terrified. Sometimes people get the shakes. Sometimes people get the sweats or they get flushed. Anxiety. Some people call this anxiety. I don't think that's right. You see, in these moments of anxiousness, there's a reason. And the reason is that you are being called to do something that you know you should do on some instinctual gut level, and you're not doing it. You're stopping yourself. That's why the anxiety arises. It's an existential dread. Because you know that you're not rising to the occasion. You know you're not harnessing your creative potential to the level of your abilities. You're not taking advantage of the benefits that you've been granted in this amazing life, in this amazing world. To the extent that you know you should. And it's a moral crisis. It's no small wonder that people want to medicate away this feeling because it's a feeling of failing at life and of feeling upset with yourself for doing it. Of course, what you do with that influx of a massive dose of energy, consider it. So much energy that you shake and your body clenches and it's overwhelming with the tide of energy that you've been given. So what do you do? 
you use the energy that you've been given to your advantage? Are you going to feel a little weird about it at first? Of course you will. Especially if you're not used to harnessing that massive injection of power. If you've been running from it or afraid of it. If it's been terrifying you or it's been causing you to feel unwell because you haven't been channeling it effectively and it's been burning you. Well, it's no small wonder that learning to play with fire is going to be scary, but fire makes your life possible. The fire in the power plants makes your electricity possible. The fire in your soul makes your destiny possible. Don't run from the flames. Don't dampen the flames. Stoke the flames and channel them. Anxiety, nerves, no. Destiny, power, opportunity. You need to readjust your mental framework surrounding the idea of anxiety. It doesn't exist if you view it as something other than anxiety. Next. Is there a new person in your life? New people mean many new opportunities for growth. Sometimes new people come into your life and you learn who you don't want to be associated with. You learn who you do not want to have in your life and you learn how not to act. Sometimes people come into your life and they teach you the way. They give you a hand. They connect you to others. They show you a world that you never knew existed. You've all been there. And sometimes weird things can happen then, too. Resentment. Envy. Anger. These feelings arise not because the other person is more successful or is a drag on your life. Not because the other person knows things that you do not or should know things that you see as obvious it's that you've allowed the negativity into your life and to blossom in your attitude and in your outlook it's because you've allowed the person who has more than something more of something than you have to be the bad guy instead of looking at your own cause and effect your own action and reaction your own consequences and it's easy to do that, right? Because nobody wants to feel like they're the loser, like they're the jackass, like they're the bitch who gave up. But we've all been the bitch who gave up. We've all been the loser. We've all been the jackass. Just some of us do it every day. Is that going to continue to be you? You know it's you. And even if it isn't, you know the times when you have not acted in accordance with your principles, with your gut instincts, with what you know to be right simply because you did not want to have to confront the possibility that you were wrong. I understand. I have that reaction every single time I'm ever wrong initially. It's all about how you channel that reaction. Why are you having that reaction? Because it's going to force you to work and to grow. Because you're going to have to do some hard things. Don't be afraid of hard things and you won't have to run from them. You'll just do the work and get better. 
the second that you decide that it doesn't matter if a thing is hard, it matters if it's right, and you're going to do what it takes to get it done when it is right, is the second that you unlock your infinite growth potential. The second that you accept that hard work is just part of the bargain is the second you accept the greatest extent of your blessings. You've been given the gift of choice. You've been given the gift of the ability to manipulate the world around you. And this is a beautiful, easy world to live in, even though it's hard. It's the easiest world that there is. If you let it be, if you stop fighting yourself. So, now we have that anxiety feeling, that nervous feeling, that massive influx of energy. Right? You felt it. Next, we have new people in our lives who can be there to teach us what not to do or to teach us what to do next. And all that depends on is your attitude, your perceptiveness, your ability to discern lessons even in adverse conditions and even when experiencing emotions or thoughts that are not to your advantage or are not serving you well. What next? You must be able to make a decision. You must pull the trigger. You must be able to weigh your options, consider them carefully but rapidly and effectively like a story problem cutting away the useless information given the context and getting to the heart of the matter and making a decision and being prepared, my friends, to accept the consequences of your decision. That is why you are paralyzed in making decisions because consequences can be a bitch. You don't want the negative consequences, and so you fear making a decision, but inaction never leads to great consequences in the long run. Sometimes no decision is necessary. You sit back and you watch the situation unfold until you feel like you can apply your knowledge and your talents and your skills most effectively. That's called strategic timing, and it's a tool that every person should have. But that should not be confused with procrastination or indecision paralysis or hesitancy that's just sound judgment make sure you're not joking yourself into believing you're using sound judgment when you're just really fearful and running from decisions running from consequences running from responsibility you see the ultimate ability to make decisions comes down to your ability to take responsibility for the outcomes of those decisions. That's why there are so few leaders, is because there are so many bitches. If you're not willing to take the consequences of your decisions, then what kind of life can you lead? One where you're guided by the whims of whoever influences you in the moment? Don't you see that if you don't take responsibility for your life, then you are being steered and guided by people who will take advantage of your inability to decide for yourself, to provide you cheap, hollow things to fill your life with over and over again that break and provide no value and break your spirit and break your spirit until there's only crumbs of what was once 
beautiful, limitless forest of opportunity and creation. Look around you in the world and ask yourself how many people fit the description I just gave you. Ask yourself if you're one of them. Ask yourself if you've got the cojones or the shehonies <laughs> to get up and get after it to take responsibility for your life and to look around you and see the people who have already done so and have mastered something that interests you in copying their pattern refining it over time follow the pattern my friends follow the pattern follow the pattern most of them are laid out for you you just need to refine it a little bit for your specific context or circumstances there's very little that you want to do in this world that you can't do once you choose in when destiny taps you on the shoulder and fills you with that infinite power, don't run, face it, use it, harness it. When you meet new people, be intelligent and, obs and observe them well. Be observant. See if they're your friend. See if they're your foe. See if they're your enemy or your ally and why. And know what to look for. Develop that talent based upon your experiences and analyze, interpret, extrapolate, integrate. And finally, measure your options wisely but efficiently and make decisions and be prepared to face the consequences regardless of what comes your way. If you can master these three things, the world is your oyster and you could crack it between your fingers because you'll have infinite strength. Logocentrifugal is Chance Lunsford and I am both of those magnificent beings. Out.